To help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Welcome. I'm Dr. Marvin Candle, and this is the orientation film for Station 3 of the Puma Initiative. In a moment, you'll be given a simple set of instructions for how you and your partner will fulfill the responsibilities associated with the station. Thank you. Namaste. And good luck. We're going to need to watch that again. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're we're so lost. We need to just watch the film. Namaste. Namaste. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV series Lost. Uh, I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And the TV series is kind of like its own sort of film, but split up into 22 episodes over the Ish. course of a year. Ish. But it's a, kind of a film. It's kind of a film. It's kind of a very long Very long film. film. But, uh, you know, we're on episode three, which means we're almost like an eighth of the way through the season. Huzzah! Uh, but uh, if you're not familiar uh, and you weren't listening to the theme song, which would be weird because we just played it, uh, basically what we do on this show is we go back and watch Lost as if it was our first time watching it. Because, because it, it is. is. And as always, we're recording on Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. And if you go to live.universebox.com, you can join in with our chatters. Right now we just and have – by chatters, we mean Michael Lucero. Michael Lucero right now. But usually we have a few more people uh, filter in as – as we go mm-hmm. uh so you know it's it's gonna as be, you do it's gonna be a good time but uh before we get started and this isn't usual for us we do have a bit of a spoiler policy on the show Anne marie why don't you outline it right so in our normal shows like uh legends of gotham because i almost forgot the name of it mm-hmm. we love spoilers legends of fun. lost legends of lost wait wrong um it's fun it's cool it keeps us you know excited well, with Lost, everything and anything is out there, so please don't tell us. Please don't ruin it for us. We have many, 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 many episodes to go. Now, so, like, Marie, that might be a little hard line. That might be a little too extreme. Okay. I, I mean, they they can hop in the chat, they can yes, email please. us or something, and they can kind of be general, uh, like, you know, something cool's going to happen. You just wait for it, or, you wait know, that'll pay it, off. Wait for it, wait for it. Or... If we're discussing a, a plot point, you can be like, that'll pay off later. But don't give us specific episode spoilers. Like, can you think of any examples, Anne-Marie? Um, don't tell me. Like, last season, it would have been awful if they would have told us that Walt is going to disappear. Yeah. That would have been bad. Yeah. That that, that's a spoiler, folks. That's a, that, that, is, that defines a spoiler. It tells us something that That would have totes spoiled us. Totes spoiled us. And I'd have been like, but. So I'd have just been watching Waiting mm-hmm. and Waiting and waiting and i'd have missed so much yeah definitely definitely so don't do it yeah so i mean you you can tell us you know something's gonna happen with that computer next episode but don't tell us that kate's gonna blow a huge freaking hole through it (laughs) (laughs) so you know just to be fair you know 
keep the spoilers to a minimum, guys, please. Okay, now, uh, Anne-Marie, yeah. uh, as we normally do, as we're going to start this off with a rhyming episode summary, and then we'll get t- started talking about this third episode of season two. Down in the hatch, we count down to disaster. Desmond functions as a doomsday forecaster. Kate shoots the only thing that could save them from sending society back to the... Wait, what? Kate shoots the only thing that could save them from sending society back to the cavemen. This is why I should practice. Will the Dharma Initiative lost their third station? Not if Jack passes his orientation. You should have gone to rhyming episode summary orientation, Anne-Marie. Orientation. 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 Anne-Marie, what'd you think? Can you be a little more descriptive than a squeaky noise? Okay. More than that. More than that. (laughs) It was good. It was good. Um... No, I like that we're finally – I feel like we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been about survival and now there's a challenge. Yeah, definitely. Not definitely. that survival wasn't a challenge, but you know what I mean? Like it was like, okay, how do we eat? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, there's the food. How do we not get shot and thrown in a hole? <laughs> like many things, many things. Yeah, they're definitely upping the stakes. I, I did want to point out before we get into the main discussion here, though. And, and by the way, I, I really like the episode, too. It, it went a little farther than I thought it was going to, but we'll get into all that in just a mm-hmm. second. Over in the chat room, Michael Lucero says, I remember when you read the fake spoiler about Claire's baby being a girl. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to reassure you that you weren't spoiled by it, but then it would have been just as much of a spoiler very true well especially with sort of like a binary like that (laughs) yeah i mean it's 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 blue or pink yeah exactly okay so i i I wanted to start off this week uh with talking about a character near and dear to our hearts uh hearts uh john Locke, and how Locke's gotta have faith for faith for faith faith. Locke's gotta have faith for faith for faith baby Okay, so I loved Locke's backstory in this episode. Uh, We've always known him as a man obsessed with finding a reason, finding a why to uh, explain the events that are transpiring around him. Uh, Now, his dad refuses to give him a why, and the desperation he shows in that moment uh, in in the flashback in this episode, I thought paralleled the despair he feels when, after everything he's uh, gone through to get down to the hatch, uh, he's going to fail uh, just as he discovers how important his mission was. That moment in the it, down in the bunker down in the hatch mm-hmm. where everyone leaves him and he's like, what do I do? It's just me. It, it, that felt like a very strong parallel with uh, the way he just kind of broke apart in the car when his dad was like, there is no mm-hmm. why. There, mm-hmm. You know, this bad things happen and there's no reason for it. Now get off of my lawn. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, I, I, I thought that was a really interesting parallel. And uh, I I think that Locke feels like in that moment down in the hatch that if he fails to stop the timer, then there is no why. And his leap of faith uh, and the loss of Boone uh, was all for nothing. Mm. That everything that's transpired in the series so far has been for naught. Uh, you know, it just like when he donated his kidney to his dad, uh, that was, womp, womp, it was all sort of meaningless ultimately. Um, I, although I guess he did find Helen through it and, uh, he did find Helen, Helen in this episode, uh, Peg Bundy, uh, slash Leela from Futurama slash, uh, she's been on other stuff slash Helen from lost from lost. <laughs> uh, she, she, uh, is sort of struggling and ty- kind of grasping and trying to be John Locke's why. 
uh, you know, the, the the why of existence for him, you know, because mm-hmm. she sees that he's obsessed with finding this why answer from his dad. And she's like, no, let me be that for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think ultimately by the end of the episode, it gives Locke the gift of that sort of unfailing faith he has and, and that we've come to appreciate from the character. And that's, I kind of feel like we got an origin story for his whole philosophical perspective right. in this episode. Yeah. Him I mean, being a man of faith. Yeah. We got the backstory a little bit, I think in, in the last flashback where he gives up the kidney, mm-hmm. but you know, this is more of an origin, like a direct origin of yeah. where he gets that perspective. I, I did think it was interesting though, because I know we were speculating Back when we discussed that episode, mm-hmm. that uh, you know maybe he—that's why he was paralyzed. He was paralyzed because of some infection that happened from giving the kidney. But it, apparently, that's probably not the case. Not the case. I'm going to assume it, it has something to do with Helen, though. Maybe she sort of dies tragically, or so, or they're like involved in a car mm-hmm. accident or something, and he gets paralyzed from that, and she dies. Hmm. But obviously, she's not in the picture. Um, not in the picture. I mean, the only person he's, he's kind of talking to semi-romantically in the post-paralysis flashbacks was the sex phone operator, right? Yes. Well, so, I was not going that far, but all right. Well, I mean, that's what happens. So. I know. So Locke and Helen. In Walkabout, we get the backstory, the original backstory of John Locke and the fact that he's in a wheelchair, which was quite surprising to mm-hmm. us. Um, and his phone calls with... Point the- of order. Did I say sex phone operator? I meant yep. phone sex operator. Oh, either way. Uh, the 900 number lady, Helen, or at least that he calls Helen, uh, based on the real relationship he'd had. Um, in this episode, we get to see Helen and probably why she really breaks up with him because he just – he I don't think he ever gets it together. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a relationship – Well, she threw away his keys into his da- onto his dad's property. He's never going to get his car back. No. So, I mean – she, no. she like throws away his keys. Oh, I'm breaking up with you because you're a loser without a car. Peace. No, I, I don't, I don't necessarily that. I just thought it was weird. Yeah. And I knew, um, as soon as we met her, I couldn't remember. I was like, Helen, 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 Helen. She's important. She's important. I can't remember why. And then I had to go look it up. That's <laughs> who it was. And now it made sense. Uh, but I felt like he had a lot of parallels to Jack in this episode. And I mm-hmm. thought that was really weird because they're always very, very polar opposites. Yeah. So in the flashback, Locke is a lot like current Jack where he needs proof of things. He needs a reason. He needs the revenge almost of wanting to get his kidney back and how is that going to happen and and always needing that reason and the proof and the science really mm-hmm. and helen tells him just to take the leap of faith just just try it don't you don't have to be scared and doubting of the future like i mean i guess you can be but don't let it be so um all-encompassing that you just sort of like, like shut push down away, and push, push away every opportunity right, that comes your way right and because he's scared of the unknown and Locke literally gives jack the exact same story because as you do with a flashback in a current time story you say the same thing yeah and <laughs> and uh, when he's doubting whether or not to press the execute button, I can't mm-hmm. do this alone. I don't want to. And I want to go. There's 43 other people on this island, at least. Yeah. So you're not alone. Even if Jack runs away, just press mm-hmm. the button. Well, I, I do have some thoughts on that that uh, I'll get sure. to in a little bit. But I, I, I think there was a bit more going on there than just uh, him needing a body to push the button. Well, I, no, yeah. I know he didn't need a body to push the button. There was like four capable people standing there mm. and seeing Saeed almost did it anyway. He's like, yeah. no, Jack needs to do it. I'm like, there's four seconds left and you don't know what's going to happen. Speaking, push the button. Speaking of that hatching, you want to know what one of my favorite things about that was? Mm. That Saeed had such 
unfaltering faith in Locke because he was like, I don't need to know what this countdown's about. I don't need to know what this computer's going to do. I just know that, you know, there is a countdown countdown. and you need this fix post haste. Mm -hmm. And I I thought that was interesting considering how confrontational their relationship was post Boone's death. I mean, they kind of came to a mutual respect. I think that's the thing is they can't, they really, Said realized he's the only one who could fix it. Mm-hmm. He's literally the only person who could do it, and he could see the desperation. Also, he has that he has that military training when he's told you need to do this that he does it. Mm-hmm. There's literally a ticking time bomb, to the best of our knowledge. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> and he's he's like, you'll tell me why after. Let's just take care of this, and then we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Okay, so there was another kind of semi-big thing that happened you know, this episode, uh, I, and it was named after it, actually, the orientation film. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted uh, to, you know, kind of break down and get into the Dharma Inquisitive, get inquisitive about the Dharma Initiative. Yes. Uh, so I'm kind of blown away how blatant they were with doling out all this information in this season two, episode three. Mm-hmm. There are still a lot of blanks to fill in, and I have some questions coming up, but I honestly wasn't expecting these kinds of answers until season three or four or maybe even five. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't expecting to get this big of an info dump right away. I Now, I also thought it was interesting that, you know, this revelation uh, also uh, veers the series away from the fantasy story I thought it was to more of a science fiction-based story. Yeah. Like, I I thought it was going to be, like, some sort of weird, mystical uh, thing, explanation for everything, where this is more like, no, it's all, you know atoms and doohickeys and gizmos and stuff like that or is it yeah i I, but this kind of uh i wasn't expecting this kind of explanation for uh, what the dharma initiative was because i I knew about that we all know that everybody knows about i i I was expecting more of like a cult or something like that and i mean it could still it could be like a science-based cult uh it remains to be seen but that happens if that is the case so if we are going into a more science fiction area i'm not sure how i feel about it like part of me is excited Part of me is uh, <laughs> sort of, sort of, uh, you know, apprehensive about it, but it, I. I like I said, I was, uh, and I think it's mainly because of Locke. I was expecting more mystical answers, yeah. and uh, you know, I I, th- I feel like now it's going to be something where this is something having to do with like uh, Earth's magnetic fields and holding the planet together and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, was there there's something from our chat room? There is something from the chat room. Michael Lucero says, "Yeah, you basically know next to nothing about Dharma at this point." Ha ha ha. <laughs> good. They, well, that's good. That's to know. actually very encouraging. We feel like we got of answers a lot uh, of answers but see, you feel like you got a lot of answers i have mm. other opinions well like i said you know and as is the case with lost uh answers lead to more questions i have a few uh, yeah, questions here okay so what happened to kelvin's original partner uh did kelvin kill him or did he abandon his post did he run away like desmond did uh in this episode mm-hmm. uh perhaps it had something to do with that drug that desmond made sure to grab before he left even though is he that thought he was dying yeah he, he grabbed vials of that drug he injected himself with in the premiere mm. And uh, before he took off, and he thought the world was going to end. So why was he grabbing all those drugs? Like, I think there's definitely something there. I, also, what was the incident that caused them to implement the number sequence in the first place? My thought 
was perhaps whatever experiment they're conducting uh, needs a human around just in case, case things get out of hand. And making them sit there and type something in every 108 minutes was a way to make sure that there was sort Someone of an there. alert person there. Uh, maybe the countdown doesn't actually do anything, but they tell them it does. So that... Uh, that. Yeah, so so that they're there... When the thing happens, whatever the incident was. Yes. I also wondered if maybe J- Locke and Jack are Desmond's promised replacements. If so, did the Dharma Initiative blow up the plane to get them there? Oh, well, hi. Because, I mean, they were promised replacements on a regular basis. Yeah, it, they're a year and a half late. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, stuff happens. And maybe, maybe you know, them blowing up the plane and making it crash land on the island, maybe that was their way of getting the replacements there. Because, I mean, that's how Desmond got there to replace uh, Kelvin's uh, missing in action partner, was he was on a race around the world and he crashed on the island. So, I mean, maybe this is just how the Dharma Initiative does this. It just crashes you. And I also wonder, too... uh, are the others aware or part of the experiment or are they involved with the Dharma initiative stuff or are they just like, them. yeah. And we'll get to them in a minute. Oh, well, okay, fine. Uh, but I just wanted to point out some stuff from the chat room. Uh, Michael Lucero the says, all caps have attacked. Michael Lucero says, Bill, uh, you've hit uh, on one of the central tensions in the show, science versus faith. The question isn't settled yet. It's going to be a major theme of the show. Uh, then the Derby Kid says, uh, Dharma is one of my favorite elements of the show. And then in all caps, the, the incident. incident. So I guess that's going to be something that's going to come back. <laughs> a it's bit coming here. back. Okay, but uh, you wanted to talk a little bit more about the others, right? Yeah, so how about those others, right? Like random mm-hmm. dudes on a beach. So the only one that we really knew was on the plane with them and survived, which seems very, very odd because she was in the part that flew off. And mm-hmm. I, I had a hard time believing that she woke up underwater. Yeah. That uh, just – the things are not going to – none of the connecting is happening. Mm-hmm. So – By the same time, I feel like – by the same token, I feel like she couldn't have been like miraculously saved because then why did if uh you know it was just a situation where everyone on the plane survived, then like why were there people dying the second they hit the beach? Like boat, boat. <laughs> she could just be the only one who like survived that back chunk falling yeah. and the boat. The boat Which, picture. Up. I don't. I don't know about the boat. Um, <clears throat> let's see where was he? See, she also seems to be the one in charge, and I really don't know what to make of that. Okay, this is going to be probably one of the first, one of the many, uh, the one hundred connections because she does the same <laughs> thing that Lexa does, conveniently to the actor who plays Desmond in the one hundred by being like the leader person and is put into the jail to find out what's going on mm-hmm. and is a small tiny girl. So that felt very military to me. It was it did feel very military. I'm just yeah. saying which was the tactic from the one hundred too. Yeah. So it, it made sense. Uh but did she let's see what I'm uh, she also seems to be in charge and I really don't know what to make of that. Did she just happen upon a group of people that were already living on the island or are they all from the plane and she was just the one to step up and take the leader role, sort of like Jack has done? The latter actually seems most likely to me mm-hmm. because it would be really weird for this one tiny little person to wash up on shore yeah, but it, and it, then take over mm-hmm. a group. I, I can see that by the same token though, like if these are – the others others then rousseau's been dealing with them for years and years and years now and they've had this whole kid obsession too i have other things on that okay there's more others 
So, okay. The other others. The other other, basically. Uh, let's see. Okay, so there's this group that I'm thinking are all people that crashed from the plane. And but why are they so aggressive? Mm-hmm. What if they have like have they had encounters with other others? Are they aggressive because of like the pirates, which I'm considering as the other others? Mm-hmm. Um, you know why is she sp- suspicious even after finding out they were on the same flight? Like shouldn't that be like a bonding moment? Like, yeah, and you know until we see the gun, of course, you know check off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it doesn't make any sense why she or they aren't at all welcoming. Like why are we <clears throat> stabbing through the thing? Well, I kind of I kind of got the sense that her uh, disbelief that they were from the same plane as her mm-hmm. was genuine. And I also kind of got the sense from her that she was maybe regretting being in line with the others. Uh, you know, really? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right before she took the gun. Uh, like, I, I kind of got that impression that she was like going back and forth on it. Like, should I join up with these guys and we could take them out or, you know, what, or should I, you know, okay. or should I double, triple cross the guys up, up above the pit and then come back and save these guys? Like, I saw some doubt in her eyes. Okay, I didn't. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> uh, let's see. Are the pirates the others or are they another group? Because mm-hmm. here are the groups that I see on the island. Now, we have mm-hmm. the group survivors or the crash survivors. So have, so the, the 44. The ones. The ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Keep, keep going. Okay. Then we have Desmond and slash Dharma because for all I know, there's more people there. Those uh, guys. Those guys. Uh, the French lady Rousseau. French chick. French chick. The pirates with the boat who took Walt. Arg. Arg. And the others. Who, the others. The others. Yeah. I'm sure there's more people. So going backwards, it's the others, the, the other others, the other other others, the other 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 others, and the other 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 others. Then who's the originals? Hey, here you go. There you go. Okay. Oh, oh. And then there's the smoke monster who obviously mm-hmm. didn't make an appearance, but who does this guy belong to? Mm-hmm. Because he's a security system for the Black Rock. Almost called it the Black Pearl, but that's a whole different thing. Um, is the monster connected to the countdown? Since it has that metallic sound, that would kind of make sense. That it was- well, I just, you know, based on the stuff they were going over in that orientation film and the yeah. kinds of experiments they were doing, I, I assume at this point... Anything strange going on the island is directly from the results of those Dharma initiative exper- experiments. Because you hear about these kind of experiments happening happening usually 20 or 30 years after the fact. Like, you know, all the weird stuff the Nazis did with, like, putting monkey brains in people. I don't think that's an actual one. But, you know, something like that. Yeah, or, like, trying to, like, reanimate I'm gonna laugh faces really are monkey. or dog heads with electricity. All that weird kind of unethical stuff that's what the dharma initiative sounds like they were doing to me mm. especially with that one shot of the weird creepy oh, i forget i wrote it down the the name of the guy who was financing them uh, let me let me look it up here um advar harzo i think it is what i wrote down but mm-hmm. yeah the weird creepy industrialist who's financing them uh like ah sorry so I, I kind of I kind of feel that's probably the case. Uh, you, something from the chat I'm room? I'm a-hawing from the chat room, yes. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Michael Lucero says, okay. yes, but why are they aggressive? I'd be really disappointed if we didn't get to find that out, which means we will. And then in all caps, who are the originals <laughs> from Jeremy Kim? Uh, Michael says, I've said this before, but just who is and is not an other is a question that the show really, really likes to play with. To which the Derby Kid replies, everyone is an other to someone. That is so very true. Yes. You're an other to me. You're an other to me. Who is the original? Who is who is the original and who is the clone? Are they all clones? We cracked it. Okay. All gonna... clones. Done. 
Okay, uh, we're going to take a quick break here. One, we want to remind you to go over, if you like the show, leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes. Or leave a review and then subscribe through your podcatcher of choice. Yes, please. Uh, Obviously, you're probably already subscribed, though, if you're listening to this. But we'd really like a review. And if you leave one, we'll read it on the show. Tell a friend. Uh, Something else we'd like to mention is uh, we have a Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, you can find ours over at patreon.com slash universebox. And it's a really great way to support creators you love like mm-hmm. us we know you love us it's cool i mm-hmm. uh, we we love you too in a way uh but it's just a great way to support us uh you know kick us back a little bit for the time we put into this the the actual monetary resources we have to invest the internets in, in uh you know publishing the podcast hosting the website all that kind of stuff and you know it's a great way to get rewards too there's a lot of great rewards there's uh rewards at one dollar uh two dollar three dollar four dollar uh, which by the way uh one of those rewards uh for any support level is a patron hangout once a month we're doing oh, one yeah. uh, if, soon. if you're watching this on youtube or you're ca- if you're live yeah, if you're live or you're watching it through YouTube, uh, we're doing it this Thursday, 8.30 p.m. or 9.30 no. p.m. EST. Yeah, 9.30. After our Universe Box holiday special, we're going to do a patron handout. We'd love to see you there. <laughs> but the most important benefit, the best benefit of all, is if you give $5 Five. Or, or more per month. Five. $5. You become a f- member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. Five. Three benefits to the $5 Star Patrons Club. Benefit number one. You'll be an awesome person. Yes. Benefit number two, we won't make you type the number in every 108 minutes. Benefit number three, we'll read your name out on every episode of every podcast we do for the entire month you're giving that level of support. Uh, and the people who are going to be typing in the number this month are Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Max 79 Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, uh, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cadler, Hope Mullinax, Karen J. Horlatcher, uh, Jessica Gonzalez, Jacob Newman, and Casa Commotion. Uh, you guys are all the best and awesome. And type, 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 send. Get to type, type in those type, numbers. Type, type, if you want to type, type, type in type, some numbers execute. too, patreon.com slash universe box. And remember to think, think outside. outside. Type, 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 execute. Type, 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 execute. Type, 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 execute. Just type. keep typing that number. Just keep typing. I wonder what would happen if you like typed it, hit execute, and then did it again right away. You know what I was wondering? What have? What if every time they hit execute, yeah. somebody dies? Maybe that's what happened to Boone. Well, it is an execute button. Yeah. But then again, every 108 minutes, that's what? A uh, little under two hours? Like, that would... uh bodies would start stacking up pretty quick okay we're gonna get back to the main discussion in just a second but before we do uh if you you know if you've listened to the show before you know we have a resident lost expert who very deftly uh calls in and gives us some thoughts about the episode without giving anything away because or at least not to our knowledge because we haven't seen future episodes giving it away apparently he he slips a lot of sly spoilers in there but we don't know we don't know we don't get it so let's see uh what michael has to say take it away michael bill meeks Uh. he comes running out of the jungle hurry hurry come with me he brings me down here the first thing he does because he's recording already he makes me do a voicemail he pushes that button (laughs) and then the recording stops what was that all about, I say? Just saving the world, he says. His words, not mine. So I started recording voicemails for this podcast, <laughs> one every episode. And we saved the world together for a while. And that was lovely. <laughs> then Bill moved to Florida. And now here I am all alone. The end. Brother. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Michael. 
Uh, I don't know about you, but I love this episode. It's probably my favorite of the trio of episodes that introduces this season's story arc. And here we get the purpose of the hatch, or should I say the swan station, or at least Desmond's account of that purpose. As we see, some people are more than a little skeptical, but we also get more of Locke's story in the flashback. And I love the fact that Helen, the original Helen, not the phone operator that uh, Locke kept calling and walkabout uh, is played by Katie Seagal. And uh, then there's that heartbreaking scene between Locke and his father when his father tells him he's not wanted. Man, that's just so sad. Uh, but the bright side is that ends on a happy moment. Even though he's scared to move forward with Helen, he makes the choice to go with her and leave his uh, obsession with his father. It's really nice to see uh, Locke get love and happiness for once. Uh, but the main story is re- concerned with uh, revealing the purpose of the hatch, introducing the Dharma Initiative, and telling the first sketch of a small corner of Desmond's story. Uh, the Dharma Initiative is a key piece of Lost's mythology, and it plays a part in a lot of the stories going forward from here, although it, it's not by no means the central story of the show. <gasps> you will learn more about them and their history as the show progresses. Uh, but what do you think about Desmond's story in the orientation film? Do you believe the hatch is uh, somehow saving the world? Nope. Or do you align with <laughs> Jack's theory that it's all just a psychological experiment? Um, the film mentions, uh, electromagnetic fluctuations and some kind of incident. What do you think all of that is about? Um, but Locke certainly seems to believe it all. And he is after all our man of faith. Although it seems clear that none of this is what he expected when he first found the hatch. Uh, the scene where he's alone, uh, digging through the toolbox and yelling his frustration. I really feel for him there. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he sticks with it. You've he been in the hat? The island, I, I, yeah. Even though, in his words, it's never been easy. Uh, and he even gets uh, Jack to push the button, uh, which is interesting, I think. Um, Locke frames it as a leap of faith, and we know Jack has struggled with the idea of miracles in the past. Um, Jack's resistance here, his use of rationalism as a kind of shield to protect his own sense of the world and the way it should be, uh, I'll make him a pretty complex and fascinating character, I think. And this is one of the reasons I've said in the past that Jack is a much more interesting character than I used to think that he was. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side of the island, Sawyer, Jin, and Michael meet Anna Lucia, who apparently was in the tail section of the plane when it crashed. Um, we actually saw her in the finale uh, of season one, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, we do. Especially since you reminded us of her by on giving us that wonderful uh, on our spoiler party by letting us know she was cast in the show as a regular. In the flashback in the know. airport. Um, so these people aren't the others as we originally thought, uh, but we might learn a bit more about the others through them. Uh, by the Oh, so they aren't the others. The others, the others, others, the others, others, the others, other, others, the other, other, others. The way you've just met my third favorite character in Lost, the black man who pulls Anna Lucia out of the tiger pit. Uh, I can't wait to talk about him more, but right now, anything I could say uh, <laughs> would just be spoilers. Uh, so we'll uh, just have we to wait it? until next episode for that. And, uh, until then, I'll give orientation 214 out of 220 keys to Helen's house. As always, mm. and now you finally understand why I say this every episode. <laughs> Thank you, namaste, and good luck. Namaste, namaste, and good luck. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, Helen, that's a lot of keys for Helen to give out. Uh, I don't know. Walk's going to be heartbroken, I think. Okay, so let's get back to the main discussion here. I wanted to talk about a character you might know, I, and another song parody for because some reason. That's what we do. Little Jack can't be wrong. Little Jack, little Jack, little Jack. Yeah, uh, Jack is completely incapable of admitting that he is wrong. 
I, I after fighting uh, with Locke over the past few episodes, he's having a really hard time admitting that maybe Locke was right about this greater purpose thing. Because obviously, you know, they get into the hatch, and Desmond's like, "We're gonna save the world. We're all gonna, gonna die." Help. And, and, and Jack's <laughs> Jack's like, "No, no, because you know, I was just arguing with this crazy guy who's got people killed, and he's making me carry dynamite through the jungle and stuff." And now there's another crazy guy. Yeah, uh, so I'm wondering, you know, why is Locke, or sorry, jo- sorry, Jack, <laughs> why is Jack having such a hard time admitting that he was wrong about all this? Mm. I think that if he admits that Desmond is telling the truth and they actually do have some sort of grand purpose, it's admitting that he's been wrong about his entire approach to life up to this point. From what we've seen in the flashbacks and everything, uh, he, he knows uh, he is wrong I, the second he sees Desmond, I think, and recognizes him. Yep. But he can't admit it to himself, hence how his frustration builds and he becomes almost crazed by the time he chases Desmond down in the jungle. Oh, my. Uh, A little crazed. A little little, little wacky. A little wacky. But as much as Jack needs to believe he's right, Locke needs him to admit he's wrong just as much. Uh, As the flashback shows, uh, the thing that separates a, a man of faith from a lunatic is that other people believe in him and believe in what he's saying and what he believes in. So he needs to get Jack over on his side, I think, to move forward in a lot of ways. Uh, he knows uh, that if it's all true, then he'll need Jack's commitment to the cause because, you know, Jack, not only is Jack diametrically apo- opposed philosophically mm-hmm. to, to Locke, but he, he's also a man of great strength and great uh, leader. He has a lot of leadership skills. The group trust him. So whatever is going to be going down in this hatch with this countdown and these numbers and this, that, and the other, he needs Jack on his side to move forward. Uh, you know, he's already won Kate's uh, faith, uh, Hurley's, Charlie's, Saeed's, uh, Claire's Charlie. a little bit. Uh, now he just needs his philosophical op- opposite to get on board and fulfill the requirements we heard about in the orientation film, because there has to be two. There, yeah. Uh, so uh, his moment of despair uh, proves he can't do this alone. I think that's part of the reason he breaks down, because uh, like happened in the flashback in this episode, he... He he can't hold this faith by himself. He needs someone to bear the weight of it. Uh, in that case, it was Helen. And, you know, he needed faith in her and they needed faith in each other to move forward. In this situation, he needs people like Jack around him to help show him the way and keep him from falling into those moments of despair. So, I, okay. Yeah, I thought I thought it was kind of interesting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Michael Lucero also points out in the chat room, just uh, for the record, because he sent us uh, oodles and caboodles of voicemails this weekend. Uh, he said this was the last one that that he had recorded before this Sunday. So this is the last one from the last oodles of caboodles. Yeah. From like September. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just kept looking at it sitting in the inbox. We're like, there it is. Well, we'll be playing them every we'll week, play Michael. there every week. So, where does Desmond think he's going? So, after about three years in this bunker, mostly alone, and thinking that the outside world was poisonous, which I'm still completely confused by, uh, the man throws, like, three things in a bag, which, as Bill pointed out, was the stuff he injects himself with, and runs. Mm -hmm. Does he even know the lay of the land if, whatchamacallit, 
grabbed him as soon as he caught on the beach. Like he didn't get to explore like anyone else. Yeah. Um, let's see. He he's under the impression that they can't enter the code because the computer is broken and it's going to be the end of humanity. So where does he think he is safe? Well, I I think I think the situation he he thinks I I, I feel like he thinks there's a possibility they're going to get under control. If not, he might as well, you know, get out in the sun for a couple minutes because he's been stuck down there for however long. Mm. If if they do fix it, yeah, then he's off the hook because he's he's out of there and now they're stuck with you know keeping the world from blowing up and he can go out and live his life again. Because mm-hmm. I I mean he he's just been stuck down there. Una- well, one he didn't think he could leave because of safety issues. That's obviously not the case because he's been told several times by you know a doctor for one. Uh, that things are safe out there. Um, you know, and I, I think he, he's just like, you know, okay, these guys are here. I'm leaving. It's on them now. I'm, I've done my responsibility. I'm out. That was my thought. Desmond out. <laughs> Desmond out. Uh, yeah, I just, I just thought it was really weird that he just like took off though. Like, mm-hmm. he has no idea where he's going. Yeah. He, like, no clue. He didn't even take food. <laughs> like he didn't like and you know what while i'm on this because i don't think there's anything there are still other questions so computer from the 70s video from the 70s lots of things from the 70s like the awful little stationary bike but then you know the food supply well i have more on the food supply but but still the, the modern washer and dryer are really bothering me guys yeah like really bothering me well like who came in and changed out the washer and dryer when it broke yeah, well, we're not really given any sort of indication. Uh, we, what was his partner's name? Uh, Kelvin. Kelvin. We we were given no indication when Kelvin arrived. We know Desmond's only been there a few years. So, um, over in the chat, Michael says, "I sure would like to know where Desmond went off to. Too. I sure hope we see him again." Trivia: This was supposed to be Desmond's last appearance in the show. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later. I hope that he, it's, he's not like a season four return or something like that. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it definitely definitely a very kind of confusing situation. And I think it's going to remain a confusing situation when we watch the, uh, the next episode as soon as we're done recording this one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, okay, something that wasn't confusing to me so much as it was frustrating was the front door situation yeah i sorry but this felt like really lazy writing to me i i mean i i get it uh you know pulling people up and down the hatch with ropes would have made for really boring television but it seems hard to believe that Locke wouldn't have discovered an easily accessible i don't even think there was a lock on it door with no real locking mechanism when he was trying to enter the hatch like because he was exploring that area he was you know everywhere he was building trebuchets to try and break through it and stuff they were going around gathering remembering that word Uh, it's also the name of a font which is why i can remember it so well (laughs) uh but you know so so i feel like he would have discovered uh he would have discovered the door before now especially since i mean kate found her way right back you know, yeah, no problem. Under a time limit and everything, and it, it just—I I know why they did it. I get it. It'll make for quicker episodes moving forward as they explore this whole hat situation. Hat. Shuttling the food in and out, which, as we learned in or our spoiler party, is yeah. a, is an actual set—the the first set they built for the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. obviously, it's going to feature a lot this season i mean after how hard it was to get in we spent a season getting into the hatch yeah we're just going to abandon it yeah but it felt from a writing perspective it felt really cheap which is not something i've come to expect from this show so you know i really think they could have done like i mean maybe it was okay for this time but they could have rebuilt the 
stairs and the I don't know it's a hatch mm-hmm. I don't know uh, the derby kid in the chat room says I sure hope we meet Kelvin sometime to which I respond I guess we will <laughs> okay so I am firmly 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 on team this is an elaborate trick from the Dharma people mm. um, I do not often agree with Jack in fact I don't like agreeing with Jack it makes me a little twitchy however this entire thing is ridiculous yeah um i i really liked when jack said that and uh when i was rewatching the episode i was like yes yes a thousand times yes i wrote like two paragraphs on it in my notes it was going to be a whole point then i saw you'd mentioned it and i was like okay i'll back off and let Emery take yeah. it but yeah i really kind of like that idea too stupid um i think that the dharma station three thing is the experiment not something else like to protect the experiment that went wrong or mm-hmm. the incident um well, i Considering that there might be multiple stations, that makes a lot. It makes a lot of sense. Well, shouldn't they have told you about all the other stations? It was station three of six. Well, I was saying, you know, if if the whole thing is some sort of weird psychological experiment, Mm. uh, then you know, a lot of times you'll have uh, the people you're messing with, the control subjects, and then the other ones. So maybe that's why there's three different stations. Yeah, the others. No, but it's three out of six. Oh, it was the midpoint. Well, I'm saying maybe they're they're messing with five people in five different ways uh, and then there's a six like control place or uh, something like maybe. where they're just like living living no, underground for no some i think i think the the typing in the sequence type 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 execute that's the thing it's yeah. seeing if they'll do it or if they'll ever question it and yeah. is this the first time they've questioned what it? i'm saying is maybe in in station four the beaver station or something you know versus the swan station uh you know maybe there uh they have to like uh I don't know. Do like, a tap dance. Da, 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 da. Maybe they have to turn on a valve to keep the city running. Or, you know, they, maybe the, the other stations have other kind of experiments going on. In this particular station, they, the they think if they don't hit the buttons that the world will end. You know, right. so that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Okay. So there's that. Uh, also, what is the shot? How did Desmond know how much food to allot daily since he was only supposed to be there like a year and a half and the other guy died? Which mm-hmm. brings me to what did he do with the body? Yeah. Maybe he ate it. That's repulsive. That's why he still has so much food because he just chopped him up and, you know, put no, him in the no, freezer. No, there's no freezer. Oh, there's no Everything freezer. Everything was like dried goods. Well, I, I mean, you saw him. He was having protein. Maybe powder. he made some Kelvin jerky. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Many questions. Many <laughs> questions. This is me living in null caps. Okay. Uh, over in the chat room, Michael Lucero, I, in reference to the front door thing, he mm-hmm. says, I get that. It bothered me for a sec, but I didn't really care all that much. When you see the front door from the outside, it might seem a bit more understandable. It's not exactly obvious. So I guess we'll be seeing that moving forward Mm -hmm. and uh then he goes on to say that was the uh, was only the orientation film for the swan there have got to be other orientation films out there and the film said swan was three of six so i'm sure i'm sure those other stations will be coming into play as we move forward it feels very much like they will okay and you know what else is going to be coming into play uh our rating of the episode we have to use the arbitrary scale to decide how we feel about this episode okay so Anne marie out of 174 other doors into the hatch how many other doors into the hatch do you give this episode not the front one not the hatch the other ones oh the other the other the other others door (gasps) the door for the others the door for the others uh 170 and an awkward handle why (laughs) because it was a really good episode there's lots happening i'm really so many questions um and i like having the questions i would have liked to have gotten a little bit more in the pit and what would have, was going on at camp because camp is oblivious to all of the things mm-hmm. camp as hurley said it's so nice to be getting back to normal first of all 
dude, you're stranded on an island. Nothing is normal right now. <laughs> you're like a almost billionaire. Mm-hmm. Shut it and go count some numbers. Um, however, oh, and I didn't even put this, but this uh, th- this will give it an awkward handle. Hurley went in the hatch. He did after all of the terror. Yeah. He went in the hatch. Like, isn't that like the opposite of what Hurley should be doing? I did it how when he recognized the the sequence of numbers. Wrong. So he, he, he was just like, oh, no, go do ahead. You That's fine. And then Jack's like, no, it's 42. And then he was like, oh. okay. okay. But uh, let's see. As for me, I'm going to give it 162 other doors into the hatch. Really? Mainly because of the front door into the hatch. <laughs> that was my one big problem with it. And I also, I'm still a little uneasy with the direction the show's going. Uh, just because mm-hmm. I was expecting a different direction. I was expecting yeah. a more supernatural direction. But as you know, we were uh, theorizing right. and was said in the chat room, it could still be going in either direction. So, I mean, I'm uneasy, but I still liked Not it. Not so uneasy. And I like the answers we got. And if this is the direction moving forward for the show, I don't think I'm upset by it. I think right. I, I'm just surprised right now. I'm in shock. I'll get better. And uh, Michael Lucero says, just wait. He also gives the episode 173 uh, other doors into the hatch and a sticky sticky wheel. wheel. Good to know. Good to Apparently know. there was a little kid with jelly hands. Jam hands. Jam okay. hands. Anybody? Name the okay, we do have a couple pieces of feedback. A little programming note. Uh, because <gasps> it is, uh, we're recording the, this end of the year around the holidays. We are going to be taking two weeks off unless we can't possibly stand not to watch yeah, another episode. Yeah, unless after we watch this episode, we're like, never mind. In which case, we're going to do like a surprise live streamed episode. To we kinda, won't even announce it. Yeah, well, we might. We, we'll announce it on our Twitter right when we're doing it. So you want to follow us over at, at We're So Lost to keep abreast of that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook uh, group at facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost we'll post it there too absolutely you can email us with your thoughts on the next episode the episode we just discussed our hairstyles we're so lost podcast at gmail.com and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 first up we have a letter from stephanie stephanie says hi i'm so excited that you guys have finally made it this far Season 2, Episode 3 is easily my top five favorite episode of the entire series and has some of my favorite dialogue between Locke and Jack. I can see that. This episode really lets you see their relationship and you get to find out a little bit more about the mysterious Dharma, Desmond, and the Hatch. You also get into the multiple storytelling uh, since the group is split, which I enjoy and happens a lot through that throughout the entire rest of the series. Hope you enjoy this episode as much as I do, Stephanie. Well, Stephanie, Thank you, didn't, Stephanie. she didn't give us another Doors rating, so I don't know well, if we enjoyed it as much as you did, Stephanie. We don't know. <laughs> but I'm just going to point out that Stephanie sent this literally within like 10 minutes of us ending last week. So, yeah. Stephanie, I'm going to assume that you're watching and I look forward to your next email. Hey, Steph. So, okay, so uh, it, next was a YouTube comment from Will Smalls. Hey, Bill and Ann, you guys are so great. The energy you have and hilarity that ensues is a true <laughs> treat. Thank you for making the holidays a little more sweet uh you're Aww, welcome Will Smalls, and no thanks problem, for the ride well. okay so I, I think that about does it for this week again we want to thank our chatters over at live.universebox.com we had holly mack was in there for a minute then we have uh michael lucero and the derby kid i uh, definitely appreciate it you can join us live uh, the week is, weeks we record 8 30 p.m est on tuesdays 
live.universebox.com or just follow us on Twitter at we're so lost. Uh, just uh, in, we'll post there when we're about to go live in the will. day of, like the morning of, maybe even the afternoon, maybe even afternoon. Yeah, I, and then the evening. So it, it's a it's a good time to be had. Mm-hmm. Okay, Emery, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at amd Simone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do I, at universebox.com. And uh, you can uh, – what, what's that You can other join site? us on Thursday. Yes, on Thursday for the – For our holiday special If you're watching this PM. on YouTube, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it comes you out a few it. weeks You missed it. Go back later. and watch it. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. There's a pile of presents behind him we have to open. Yeah, so I, I guess uh, if you do watch on YouTube, this that that'll be it for a couple weeks. I I mean, as far as, as you know, we we we're not even around. I mean, really, in, in the grand sense of things, we're, we're so lost. Did you want to try out the? Uh, nah, I'm good. Swing it. Rhyme. It's more entertaining when I wing it. Okay. Gives me shtick. Well, I say shtick with it then.